0: Hey friend, welcome to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. As a Whole30 certified coach, wife, busy working boy mom, and your self-care guru, I'm here to help you start putting yourself first without the guilt. Each week, you'll hear motivating and practical tips on how you can create a habit of self-care through interviews with my amazing guests or quick solo episodes with me. After each episode, you'll walk away with an action plan and feel empowered to implement what you have learned into your life. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water and let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast with me, Emily Nichols. I hope you are having a great week so far. I so appreciate you tuning in and all the love you are giving me with the ratings and reviews, which you can do on iTunes if you feel so inclined to do so. I'd greatly appreciate it. I'm so excited to introduce you to this week's guest, Kate Baumgartner. Kate is the owner of the Indianapolis Moms blog, which I am actually one of the contributing writers for. I love the Indies Mom blog community, you guys, not only for all the hilarious memes and mommy quotes they post on all their social media outlets, but the posts the ladies write, they're real they're raw, they're vulnerable, they're hilarious (laughs) as well. And I know for me, it's a great way to connect with other women here in my community. And Kate and I are going to talk about that a little bit more, the power of community and what that looks like as far as self-care for you and what self-care looks like you as a mom. Let's face it, sometimes being a mom can be super lonely and the Indianapolis Moms blog offers a lot of great opportunities to connect with other people in your community. So even if you're not a mom, Kate and I have a really great conversation that I think you can take with any perspective from what other background you're coming from because self-care is for everyone regardless if you're a mom or not. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with with Kate Baumgartner from the Indianapolis Moms Blog. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I'm so excited to introduce you to my guest, Kate Baumgartner. She is the founder and owner of the Indianapolis Moms Blog, which I'm one of the contributing writers for. It's a great team of local mamas here in the Indianapolis area just sharing, gosh, the the good, the bad, the ugly about being a mom. So, Kate, welcome to the podcast. Thank
1: you so much for having me.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, as you know, I start off every podcast asking my guests, what does self care mean to you? So, Kate, what does self care mean to you?
1: Well, for me, self care is just basically taking time for yourself. I think it's time to mentally reset yourself, kind of reshift that mindset and doing something for you. Whether it is like, for example, me, I decided next week I was going to get a massage for the first time in 10 years. Isn't that ridiculous? That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. You know, and that's going to be my self-care for the beginning of the school year. Or maybe it's, you know, hitting the pavement and getting a couple miles in. Something that you're doing for you that's making you just shift that mindset and get you in a in a healthy way, because I think when you can do that, you feel both physically and mentally better. It's putting yourself in a better place.
0: Exactly. You're doing something for you. And that seems to be a common thing amongst all of my guests I've been interviewing is resetting your mindset and just being mentally more aware of what's going to wake you up. Not just like literally waking you up, but waking you up spiritually in a way. Right. Yes. Yes. So well you are the owner of the Indianapolis Moms blog can you tell us about the blog and how it came to be
1: Sure So Indianapolis Moms blog we will be 6 years old this February which is crazy to even think It actually was founded by Dana Phillips who at the time was newer to the area and she was just looking to connect a few moms when she started they had a team of about I think seven contributors. So she ended up moving to Michigan and I took over. And today we have over 30 women who just share their stories, their personal stories and narratives about motherhood. And it's a place where women can connect and families can connect. And it's a safe place where you can come and be like, okay, this story lets me know I'm doing it. Okay. You know, I think it's also a place where our writers are vulnerable. And I think in motherhood, that's an important thing too, because you need to let your vulnerabilities out. And that's what I love about it because our writers and contributors are so honest and so many women can connect to what they have to say in their own personal journeys.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're so honest. I mean, you got to think it's so easy to fall into that comparison trap, looking on Instagram and Facebook of like, oh, look at everyone's perfect first day of school pictures. I made them this wonderful breakfast. And I'm like, I'm just hoping my youngest has clean underwear on and matching shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's great that we do share our honest, you know, what the good, the bad, the ugly of being a mom and that life isn't perfect. I think that's so much more relatable and helps us build more of a community around each other, which we need when you're in the thick of motherhood.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, another thing about our site that I love is the fact that we have this connection and these stories, but we also provide resources and guides for moms. So, you know, maybe it's a play date or it's an event or you're looking for a summer camp. So it's just kind of a one-stop shop for all things motherhood. Yeah, exactly. I know I
0: found a lot of really cool places to take my kiddos and just really a lot of times laughing and crying, reading a lot of the other women's posts. As <laughs> well. so it's an emotional roller coaster, but that's motherhood. So, yep.
1: well,
0: well, tell us about you. You're a working mom. So tell us about your family and how it's i think your professional life's kind of interesting how it's evolved over the past couple of years.
1: Yeah. So, i am i call myself a retired teacher. <laughs> I taught for over 12 years and then this is my second year home, stepped back to kind of focus on the business and just really focus on my family. I have three kiddos. An eight-year-old, a five-year-old, a three-year-old. I have a teenage stepdaughter who's actually headed off to college this year. So we don't really see much of her because, you know, she's in college. (laughs) So yeah, we're just busy. And it's funny because you think life slows down, but it doesn't. The older they get, the busier they get. (laughs)
0: Gosh, I've heard that from so many other women, you know, my boys are 11 and seven and everyone's like, Oh, just you wait. It just Mm -hmm. gets busier and busier. You know, (laughs) how do you find time to schedule time for yourself though, with having such a wide range of kiddos and running the Indie Moms blog?
1: Well, I think it's important to just balance my time. So maybe for me, working out similar to you. It's just Mm -hmm. kind of my getaway. It's, It's something that I do for myself. Maybe it's getting up early in the morning before everybody else. I like to be a night owl too. So sometimes I'll stay up a little bit later and just binge my favorite shows. But also the kids are all at school this year. So I have a good chunk of time in the afternoon and it's just sticking to that time so I can have work time and maybe hit a workout class. You know, just it's balanced, just balancing it all out. Balancing it all out.
0: You know, something I've really struggled with, I've been traveling a lot for work the past couple of weeks and my husband's been working crazy hours. So we've been having to ask a lot of help from our parents to help with the kids, balancing, (laughs) taking them here and there. And, you know, then a couple of my friends wanted to do a girl's night last Tuesday night after I'd been out of town. And I was like, I needed that. But then I felt so bad for going. So why is Why do you think mom guilt is so real? It's just, I don't know why.
1: You know, I mean, just for example, you going out and wanting to have fun. I think every single mom that I know experiences mom guilt, whether it is something as little, I just actually wrote a post about this as getting, I felt guilty because I got angry at my son because his socks and shoes weren't on when we had to go you know, I felt guilty about that. But then I wanted to go out to dinner with my friend the other night and I felt guilty because everybody was gone and I ended up getting a babysitter for my youngest for a little bit. And that also made me feel guilty. And I just feel like motherhood is such a hard job. It's the best job in the world. And we are so fortunate and so lucky to have this job and this experience, but it's a lot of pressure too. And I think personally for me, I put motherhood first, you know, I, it's, it's my job first, even before my own business. And when I cannot give it my all. And when I, sometimes when I want to do things for myself, that's kind of when the guilt slips in. And I don't know, it's just part of motherhood that I think everybody feels. And it's like part of being a better mom is making sure that you do find time for yourself and just realizing everybody goes through mom guilt but you need to stop and take time for yourself because that's going to help you get over that mom guilt. Right. Right.
0: And I think no one is making us feel guilty except for ourselves.
1: Exactly. You know? Yes. And you get so sucked into that feeling of guilt. And I, I feel like sometimes it's almost, I feel like guilt, it can in a way make you a better mom, but you have to reflect on it. I think you have to reflect on it and realize, okay, Everybody else is feeling this way, but I need to do what is best for my family, whether that's getaway or I need to stop and think, why do I feel guilty about yelling at my son for these facts? Because you need to reflect and stop feeling guilty and realize that everybody's going to make mistakes too. That's the part of motherhood. You are not perfect.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like I don't think my husband would ever say, hey, don't go have a nice evening with your friends.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And if he did, he'd
0: be a major jerk, but he would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, babe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, like, I think you're right. You're like being mindful of it and just being like, why am I feeling guilty? Is this even the truth? There's a really great book by the author, Byron Kelly, and she does something called The Work, where when you're having a thought, you have to stop and think to yourself, is this true? And most times it's not. It's like, oh, I'm Mm -mm. a bad mom. I yelled at them and they're going to hold on to that forever that I yelled at them at that one time we were trying to get to church and, you know, they were, they didn't have any clothes on yet.
1: (laughs) Exactly. They don't remember that. Well, and you have to ask other moms, have they ever yelled at their kids because they weren't ready, you know, and It's just realizing that we're humans. We're going to make mistakes.
0: How's that saying go? Oh yeah. All things are possible with coffee and mascara. (laughs) Well, that's certainly true for me. And I love to have my coffee every morning after my workout. And I don't really leave the house without mascara. So my fellow blondies, I know you feel me on this. But gang, check it out. Having my coffee every morning is part of my self-care routine, and I always take my coffee blended with nut pods and coconut oil. So nut pods is a dairy-free creamer. It's made from a blend of almond butter and coconut cream. I love the French vanilla flavor. It's my favorite. It's super yummy, super smooth, but even better, it's Whole30 Approved. So gang, head on over to nutpods.com and use the code EMILYNICHOLS22 to get 15% off your first order of nut pods. That's EMILYNICHOLS22, E-M-I-L-Y-N-I-C-H-O-L-S-22. And let me know once you receive your nut pods what your favorite flavor is and how you take your coffee. So remember, just head on over to nutpods.com. Speaking of other moms, I know when my kids were really young, I felt super alone. You know what I mean? You are just in the thick of it. You're changing diapers. You're all around nap time and it's just craziness. And I think it's really hard to, and maybe it's a little easier now that my boys are a little older, but back then I felt like it was really hard to find other mom friends. Do you feel that way?
1: I do. And I think a lot of it, you know, especially when you're a first time mom, you are learning everything. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. You ha- you're you kind of in a haze of, oh, I have this brand new baby. And then you get home and you're like, ooh, <laughs> what am I going to do now? You know? And so again, I think that's where you just kind of jump all into into motherhood and you just, you're not thinking of friends at that time. I think you're just kind of putting it, all your eggs in that motherhood basket, Exactly. which I think also kind of when you start to feel like you're ready to get out and start having, making friends and going out, that's also kind of when that guilt creeps in too, because it's, it's a new territory. You're not used to that. Yeah, for sure. I think what's really
0: great about the Any Moms blog is you have a lot of great meetups in your neighborhood groups as well. I think that's a really smart thing and really amazing thing for new moms or moms of any age to find other women in the area to connect with. Because I think community is such, it's so needed. It's, and I don't think people realize how innate that is. Like you need to connect with other people.
1: right and wash your hair and get outside of the house you do even if it's just for a stroller ride maybe yeah. you're just going to go for a walk or grab a cup of coffee you know that's one thing i really like about the neighborhood groups is they'll have just coffee meetups or we're going to meet at the park today if you want to come or you know some are even like hey let's all meet at the zoo who has a zoo pass so i think it's like you said finding those communities too and stepping out of your comfort zone Even if you are in that extremely tired fog (laughs) of never sleeping. And, you know, for me, I can be an extrovert. I can also be an introvert. I feel like in motherhood, I'm more of an introvert. It's really weird because maybe I was just so focused on keeping to that baby's schedule, you know, that what was it, eat, play, sleep. And, you know, people would be like, well, let's go out. And, well, if I have to be back by this time, it's nap time it's Nap time or bedtime. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, being flexible for what works for you too. So if you know that bedtime is a non-negotiable, then you don't have to do that and don't feel guilty about that. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Easier said than done for
0: sure. You know, and I think it's really hard to step out and make new friends. I think of my youngest kid. So he just started second grade, first day of school. I was like, hey, Tyler, how was your day? And I asked him about recess. I said, what'd you do at recess? He goes, I don't know. I just played with some random kid. He's just, (laughs) he's so confident. And he's just like, hey, I'm playing. I wanted to do my own thing. And if someone wants to join me, great. If not, whatever. I'm having fun. And I wish as adults, we were more like that too. But I feel like there's such a sense of awkwardness and pressure we put on ourselves like, Oh, are they going to like me? And, you know, I've seen a lot of things on social media, like trying to make mom friends and really funny
1: memes <laughs> it
0: too. where it's like, Oh, hi. And then you're like, I don't know if I am really vibing with this person. And so I love that our neighborhood groups with the Me moms blog is really, An outlet because you're connecting with people that are in similar shoes for
1: sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Those memes are really funny.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love a good meme. Love a good meme. So let me ask you this. So I'm gonna ask you for two different scenarios. So what advice would you give to
1: a working mom? What advice would I give to a working mom? Yeah. So well, for me, when I started, and I'll be honest, when I started teaching, it was more family friendly than what it has turned out to be these last several years. But for me, what was important was with my spouse, my partner is just kind of being on the same page and creating a routine. So my husband would get the kids up and take them to daycare in the morning. That was, that was his go. And I would pick them up and then we both would tag team bedtime. That was our routine, that's how we made it work. So I knew in the morning I wasn't going to have to rush around and, you know, have to get everybody ready and then get out the door. I knew okay, I can worry about myself, get to work. That's one less stress. Yes. So for working moms, my biggest biggest thing that I tell everyone is create a routine that is going to work with your schedule because yeah that's one less added stress for you.
0: (laughs) For sure, for sure. Now, what advice would you give to a stay-at-home mom?
1: So my life as a stay-at-home mom, I actually ended up taking a maternity leave for my youngest when I had all three at home with me at once. So that was my big, you know, kind of stay-at-home experience before I actually ended up staying home and working from home. But honestly, the thing that saved me was like how you said, it's very lonely. I remember feeling like I love what I'm doing, but I'm also miss talking to adults. I miss the adult interaction. So my son would go to preschool. And so my two younger daughters and I, we would go once a week, we would either go to like a play place. Like the urban chalkboard is a great play cafe in the area in Carmel. So the kids would play. I could interact with some adults. We all were kind of in that same place of life, but just kind of getting out of the house and knowing one day a week, okay, I will have some adult interaction and I'm not going to be stuck at home, just kind of wallowing in my you know, pity about it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that.
0: You know, I also think, I know it's really hard to say, but also having a routine when you're a stay at home mom, I know my two maternity leaves. I, I mean, to be honest, those first few weeks are just a blur and you're just gone with whatever the baby's doing. But after a while, I think setting a routine does make it a little bit more easier and structured. And like you said, it gives you a little bit less to think about if you have a predictable schedule for yourself and your kids
1: too. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I remember everybody telling me sleep when the baby sleeps. Well, that's great when you have one, but when you have two or three or four, that's not always the case. (laughs) Like everybody, mom needs a nap. (laughs) (laughs) My thing was, is we did rest time. So if the baby was sleeping, then the other could do rest time then that was my time to either just maybe eat a meal without feeling like I had to consume it in four seconds or even just catching up on a quick show or even taking a shower alone, you know, and there's nothing wrong with rest time or asking your children to just kind of put them in their room with some books or maybe even a tablet, you know, just for 15 minutes. So you can go off and get yourself together. Right.
0: No guilt. No guilt. No guilt. No, I've been there. I've been there. So awesome. Well, Kate, I think the last thing I really want to talk about is how do you feel like someone could start implementing self-care into their routine?
1: So my thing I would tell a mom would be, first of all, you need to find something that's going to make you happy. And it doesn't have to be. Expensive. It doesn't have to be big. For me, like I mentioned earlier, working out is kind of my go to. So I love to run. So maybe I'll go for a run or I also take solid core classes because I know that those are going to be 30 to 50 minutes just for time for me. Maybe it's going outside and reading a book for 10 minutes alone. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be this big, elaborate spa day, Mm -hmm. but find something that is meaningful to you, and it's going to refresh you. Because again, when you have that mindset reset and ready to go, I think that's also going to make you an even better mom and a parent to get through your day.
0: Exactly. It's like I always say, you need to put your oxygen mask on first, like they say on the plane. That way you're able to show up as the best version of yourself for your kiddos, and you don't lose your you know what <laughs> because yes. it's, it's all about them. It needs to be about you, too. No guilt associated with it either. So something funny I just thought of when people think of self-care, they think of like yeah, massages and manicures working out stuff like that. And a lot of different things, but I know you love the Royal family. Mm,
1: I oh, do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and everyone knows
0: that about you. Like anytime <laughs> I see something about Megan and Harry, or Will and Kate. It's like, Oh my gosh, I wonder if Kate knows about this. But I think You know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know she knows, but no, like seriously, just taking five minutes to like, Read about them, I'm sure makes you feel good because that's something
1: you're super interested in. People. I go to people.com, I click the royal tab, you know, it's five, 10 minutes. I can read a couple articles and I'm good, you know? Yes. That's my interest. (laughs) I
0: love to read, go to like, there's different Instagram accounts I like to read that just make me like want to pee my pants. There's one called Kale Salad. You should go look at it.
1: That. I'll have to check that one out.
0: You're gonna laugh. You're gonna pee your pants. It's so <laughs> it's so funny. And they have heartwarming like stuff on there, or there's this golden retriever I follow called Tucker. He has like one million followers or something. Oh my
1: gosh, I love it. And it's
0: just like videos of this dog. I mean, I mean simple things like that that can really just make you happy you know, puppies and memes make me happy and Justin
1: yep. Timberlake too. Oh yeah. Justin Timberlake. That's a good one too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or even just turning on some music and dancing around your kitchen, getting those endorphins going That makes me feel good too. So yes,
1: we turn on our music if we're cooking dinner. I think yep. that's a great thing too, just nice thing. to kind of boost yourself through that evening. Yep. I've been actually thinking
0: about getting myself a little mini trampoline to keep in my office
1: And before I do like an
0: interview or before I'm getting ready to tackle like a big project, just jump on it for like three to five minutes, get the blood flowing, get my heart rate up a little (laughs) bit, and then get to work. I'm gonna tell my boys you can't jump on it because they'd be jumping off of it like crazy people. Oh
1: yes. Oh yes.
0: So awesome. Well, I think this has been such an important conversation and shedding some light on when you become a mom. I know I felt like I lost myself for a little bit when I became a mom and it was just all about them. And it would be selfish of me to actually take the time for myself. But as I've learned, as I've gotten older, I can't be a good mom unless I take care of myself first. And I think this has been a really important conversation. One thousand percent,
1: one thousand percent. And I think it's important to also remember you're not alone. Everybody else is feeling this way too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We all are going through it all in the thick of it. And I think just being able to be there for each other and having resources like the Indianapolis Moms blog is just a game changer. It's a great way to connect with other people for sure.
1: Absolutely. Awesome.
0: <laughs> so Kate, can you tell everyone where they can read some amazing blog posts from the Indie Mamas and where they can find you on all the social?
1: You can read all of our amazing content at Indianapolis And you can follow us on Facebook, Indie Mom's blog, and same at Instagram. Indie Mom's blog is our handle. So we post some great content five at least five days a week. So you're gonna find something that is going to either make you laugh, cry, or you can implement in your life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: I love it. Kate, thanks so much for the conversation. I think this is really gonna help a lot of
1: people. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Thank you. Such
0: a fun conversation with Kate. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation as much as I enjoyed talking to Kate. So here are your three takeaways that I want you to think about when implementing self-care this week based on our conversation today with Kate from the Indianapolis Moms Blog. Number one be vulnerable. What a lot of these ladies do at the Indianapolis Moms Blog is they put their heart out there in their posts and they're pretty vulnerable about real life and how being a mom is just just freaking hard sometimes. And you know, sometimes things happen in life, a death in the family, you lose a job or different changes or transitions. And I think when you're vulnerable and put it out there, it allows you to connect with other people more because like I mentioned in the episode, we get caught up so much in social media on the comparison, comparison trap thinking everyone's lives are totally perfect. Well, guess what? Nobody's life is perfect. All you're seeing is someone's highlight reel. And if you can connect with somebody and show them your vulnerabilities and for someone to be like, hey, me too, I feel that same way, that's super powerful and a great way to make a connection with somebody else. In your community. So, the second takeaway mom guilt is real. It's real. I don't know if it's just something internal in us, but mom guilt is real. But Kate gave us a really good suggestion just to be aware of that and reflect on why you're feeling guilty because, in most circumstances, you shouldn't feel guilty. And, you know, being able to ask for help and being able to go and do things on your own is self-care. You have to fill up your cup first before you're able to fill up your kiddos cups or at work or your husband, your partner, whomever. So be aware when you're feeling that tinge of guilt for whatever, reflect on it and think of ways that you can move on from it and know that you don't have to feel guilty. And lastly is such a great tip. Self-care doesn't have to be crazy. It can be something mindless. Like Kate said, she just gets on people.com and reads about the royal family. I get that. I love to look at silly memes. I love to look at celebrity gossip, just something mindless to help me clear my mind and not have to think about the 20,000 plates I'm spinning all at once. But a word of caution with this, don't let this be self-destructive. Don't let it become such a habit that you're not getting the things you want done and it's causing you stress in your life, if you know what I mean. So If today you're like, oh, my gosh, I just need to binge watch Friends on Netflix all day before it goes away, go for it. But don't do that every day because, you know, that could lead to self-destruction and you're not getting the things done that you want to. Okay. so like I said at the beginning of the episode, I hope this is helpful for you from any background you're coming from, regardless if you're a mom, a dude, a working professional woman, anything. I think Kate offered up a lot of really great tips about self-care and what self-care means for her and most importantly, putting yourself first is not selfish. So thank you guys for tuning in. Again, make sure you connect with me on social media at Emily Nichols22 and at Self Care Isn't Selfish Podcast on Instagram. And leave a rating or review if you like today's episode. And I'd love to see a screenshot of you listening today. So until next time, gang, remember self-care isn't selfish.